Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this, I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter, that's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. When Hurricane Florence hit the east coast of the United States in September of 2018, it caused great damage to life and livelihood. In North Carolina, flooding killed many farm animals. Estimates range in the millions but not all animals in the area were lost to the storm. For almost five centuries, herds of feral horses have lived on the Tar Heel State's barrier islands. Thought to be descended from mustangs brought over by Spanish explorers, these Outer Banks equines are beloved by the community and enjoy government protections. And it turns out they're also quite storm-savvy. Censuses taken after Hurricane Florence showed that while some individuals remain unaccounted for, a large majority of these horses did weather the storm. Why did the barrier island why did these barrier islands horses survive Florence when so many farm animals perished and how do other animal species normally react to hurricanes More than 100 of North Carolina's free roaming beach horses live on Cape Lookout National Seashore a preserve encompassing 300 different barrier islands 
Florence was by no means their first rodeo when it comes to major hurricanes. As park biologist Sue Stuska reminded the Associated Press, the horses have been riding out tempests for hundreds of years. Well attuned to changes in the weather, they instinctively seek out high ground during floods and take refuge in thickly vegetated areas once the winds get violent. Deaths can occur during some strong storms, but the wild herds of the Outer Banks enjoy a high overall survival rate. Unfortunately, many animal populations cannot make the same claim. Hurricanes and the floods they produce are notoriously hard on coast-hugging shrimp, crabs, and oysters. The invertebrates have evolved to live in waters with specific salinity levels. When runoff from hurricane-generated floods pours into bays and estuaries, the percentage of salt in the water goes down. That decrease often ends up killing scores of oysters, shrimp, and other sea-dwelling organisms. Texas fishermen witnessed this problem firsthand after Hurricane Harvey did a number on delicate Gulf Coast ecosystems. There are, however, marine creatures who proactively steer clear of hurricanes. Sharks can pick up on pressure changes in the water column and detect waterborne vibrations using a network of canals and pores embedded in their skin. This same system alerts them to oncoming storms. Barometric air pressure drops shortly before a hurricane or tropical storm hits. Upon sensing this, young blacktip sharks who normally live in shallow bays will flee into the relative safety of deep offshore waters. They then come back after the tempest passes. Going deep is a fine tactic for sharks, but it's not an option for swimming mammals like dolphins or sea turtles who must surface in order to breathe. It's also less than ideal for the inhabitants of lakes, swamps, and river systems. Alligators often drown or are killed by flying debris during storm surges. To stay safe, they may clamber onto driveways and backyard porches that manage to remain above the water level, much to the chagrin of some homeowners. Above the heads of gators and other ground-dwelling creatures, arboreal squirrels face their own set of problems. High-speed hurricane winds are liable to strip trees of their nuts, imperiling the mammal's food supply. Furthermore, powerful storms blow baby squirrels out of their parents' tree-based nests. Hurricane Irene saddled wildlife rehabilitation groups with hundreds of orphaned newborn squirrels who had been evicted from their nests. And when Hurricane Hugo leveled South Carolina forests in 1989, the natural disaster almost wiped out the world's largest population of endangered red-cocketed woodpeckers, a species dependent on living pines. Birds respond to hurricanes in lots of different ways. The white-throated sparrow, for instance, keeps tabs on barometric pressure and will postpone its fall or spring migration to avoid oncoming storms if necessary. Many avian species take on the exhausting challenge of flying directly into the eye of a hurricane and then keeping pace with it as the tempest gradually dies down. Understandably, some birds that attempt this are overcome by fatigue before the storm subsides. And living in captivity doesn't necessarily safeguard beasts against the ravages of natural disasters. Despite the valiant efforts of farmers across North Carolina, the state lost millions of livestock animals to Hurricane Florence. Blocked roads, flooded barns, power failures, and broken dams hindered rescue efforts. If there's a silver lining to be found here, it's the fact that certain animals have turned storms, like Hurricane Florence, into opportunities. Consider the eastern spadefoot toad. This secretive amphibian likes to breed in temporary ponds where fish and other aquatic predators can't easily catch it. Such short-lived bodies of water become common after heavy rains. For that very reason, the toads reproduce like crazy in the wake of hurricanes. At a time when amphibian populations are declining all over the world, that's an encouraging thing to see. Also, hurricanes may be forcing reptiles to get a grip. Literally. 
Annals are a group of New World lizards who climb walls with adhesive toe pads. A 2018 study argued that one species might be evolving shorter hind legs and longer toe pads. This body plan could make it easier for the lizards to cling onto tree limbs while hurricane-force winds are blowing. Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other weathered topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.